episode 242 of the Witty and Gritty podcast. We're your hosts, Farron and Brooke. Oh, we did it backwards this time. I gave you and. I think that helps. Thank you. Yeah, that so way I, I know to say my name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll get it. Yeah. 2024. It's our year. <laughs> <laughs> to finally get it right. We're almost five years into podcasting. Yay. <laughs> There's hope, guys. So we're in the Roman Road mini-series. We are, this is our halfway middle episode. And to kind of recap what we've talked about, we have talked about Romans 3.23, where we've all sinned and we have all fallen below God's standard. Romans 6.23, where since we are the sinners, we got to pay the fee, which is death. But there's the free gift of God. The free gift from God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And then this week we're talking about how exactly that happens. Yeah, how does that work? Because yeah. I'm sure if you tell somebody, hey, we're all sinners, that mm-hmm. might be off-putting, but thank you for that. Going <laughs> into the conversation, you're putting yourself in that same boat. So yes. you're not, hopefully if you do it right, you're not coming yeah. off better than. Right, it's all of us. We all mess up. And then you're following that up with, and the reason that we want to put our faith in God if we're all sinners is because we can avoid the cost, which is death. Um, and have eternal life, but then they're going to have questions. Yeah. Mm, but how? how kind of like Mary, like, mm, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how's how, this happening? How, you just told me we all stink at this thing, mm-hmm. um, but guess what? We get to avoid the consequences. How, but how? Yeah, it said through Christ Jesus, but what What about him? Christ who? Yeah. What? Yeah. And so that's where, which Jesus are we talking about? I know it's a very popular name. Are you talking about Jesus next door? Jesus the baker? What are we doing? I've heard a lot. I've heard his name of, a lot. Of Nazareth. So today we're talking about Romans 5, 8, which gets a little more specific on how. I'm going to read the NLT and Farron's going to read the ESV. Are you going to go first? Nope. Oh, still, it's still me for another year. It's fine. Everything's fine. But you know what? I think this is verbatim. Yeah, it is. So I guess maybe you read. What if we read it together? Oh, this could be fun. <laughs> okay, but you go so fast. Okay, I will Slow read down it. And I'll speed up. Okay, great. Okay, here we go. But, but God shows His love for us in that, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow, we Man, did. We did great. I know. Um, I talk at like one point three. Well, people say that we <laughs> sound and look like sisters, mm. and so. Maybe that sounded closer to each other. I have no idea. Oh, I should have used more inflection. You should have sounded more monotone. I should monotone. have not smiled while talking. What if one of the episodes <laughs> you read it in my voice and I'll read it in your Oh, <laughs> man. You better work on that monotone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if we're reading this verse, we can see that, I know me personally, I feel like, and this may be just the Enneagram one in me. I feel like I can constantly see my mistakes, which I do need to extend grace to myself a little more. And thank you, friends. You're really good at doing that, Farron, for being like, bro, chill. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Not it's fine sin, but as in. Like, you are being <laughs> way too hard on yourself. <laughs> extend grace to yourself, please. So I love that even though we're constantly messing up as humans, God is still constantly willing to sacrifice for us. We mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but he'd do it again. Mm-hmm. Because he loves us so much, which again blows my mind. You would go through all of that again just for us? And the answer is yes. Blows my mind. Yeah. I think there's a lot of times in our human earthly relationships that we expect them to be reciprocal. And yeah. so what really sticks out to me when I read this is God didn't wait for us to be on a good streak mm. uh, to give us this reward of sorts. 
Instead, even despite our heart posture and actions, he still sent Christ to die for us. Um, And so maybe a bit of a deep dive, but with my experience reading the Bible, I know that it was to fulfill a new covenant between God and his people. And so, yeah, that gets into the how. Yes. (laughs) So we have the, like, who? Well, we're sinners. Well, what about that? The price is death, uh, but God gave us eternal life through Christ, and so now we're on like the how. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? Yeah, and we can we can see that you were saying, Farron, there has to be a payment. A payment must happen somehow, and the Old Testament backs us up. This has been happening forever about Ever. atoning for sins, giving sacrifices that all well, you can read all of that if you would like to in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament. Jesus is the sacrifice. The perfect sacrifice. Yes. Yes. The perfect sacrifice that pays for it all once and for all, which I think is really neat. Absolutely. But ouch. Thanks, God. Read. Pray. Okay. We're on pray. What you got? I have. We know that God is the perfect representation of love. So praying that we can love more like he does. That's something I try to work on more. But a lot of it's heart posture for me. Mm-hmm. I can love out of duty or out of obligation or out of circumstance, but I am trying to get my heart in check. We mentioned loving people who are hard to love. Mm-hmm. That's what we're really hitting that hard in that, in that Abide uh, Bible study. We'll link that one if you're interested in that. Jen Wilkins is a phenomenal job. But learning how to love well like Jesus does. And I know Jesus isn't sitting over there like, Ugh, Brooke, send again. I'm going to have to, uh, I can't believe I had saved her. Ugh. Like That's not his heart posture at all. Yeah. I think you could also pray for God to reveal if there's people or pockets of your life where you're withholding love Ooh. until you see something from the recipient first. Yeah. Can Maybe. you give an example or explain what you I mean? I do have an example, but I think I'm going to share it at the talker too. Ooh, okay, okay. But, you know, if you're withholding love till you see something, kind of the thing that you might pray on is, God, help me go first. Yes. And sometimes you don't want to go first because, again, you don't know if it's going to be reciprocated or not. And you might have to go first seven times in a row mm-hmm. before you see any anything but isn't that an example of god he jesus sacrificed himself and some people are still going to reject the free gift yep and he still died for them anyway so they had the option mm-hmm. oh okay yep. you ready for the next one i am ready read pray talk you have your idea so why don't you go for it well it can probably fall under talk or tell but Ooh. i'll just share a story um i will keep it vague because you never know who listens to <laughs> it's me things. it's me she's talking about me there uh, let help <laughs> yes let's say you're in a certain group and someone's going to be joining your group but nobody in the group currently likes that person and for what i would consider to be valid reasons maybe this person has emotionally or physically hurt these people in the past um and so from a leadership standpoint you are wanting to rectify the situation and have an impact on this person, but sometimes you have to let them in a little closer to have a positive impact on them. And as leader, you have to kind of talk to those that you're leading about having that same mindset. 
that we're going to have this first impression, establish our expectations and how we treat others, and we're going to have to be nice first was the conversation. Yeah. Um, but it started with me recognizing that this person has done hurtful things in the past, that we would love that this person would change. We have not seen change in the couple of years that we have that this group of people have known this person, but we've been running into this person from a distance. And so what can we do now that we're going to have more of a direct impact? That's the only way that we're going to make change. And so sometimes that means demonstrating love first. And then I just encourage those people, telling them that I pray to God to help me love those that are hard to love. And so that goes back to kind of this whole idea of sharing and furthering God's kingdom is um, I am in a position where I can't point blank bring those things up. But instead, if I'm sharing what I personally do, that's how I can sprinkle in some some Jesus and God talk. And I'm happy to report that they were nice first. Great. This person actually got hurt at one point during an activity, and everybody ran over to console her. And the look on her face that these people, who I'm sure she knows she's hurt, uh, that they cared to stop and check on her was a big deal. Wow. That's really good, Farron. And that's that fits for every age. There's always going to be that person. Because yeah. if you think about them right now, their names come into your mind, and you hate the way they eat their crackers. Like it's they're they're not doing anything other than eating, and that bothers you. That should be your sign. Maybe that's your person. And like you were saying, Farron, start praying, praying about them. Pray for your heart posture. Um, we've talked about this in our Bible study group about how. Yes, in the moment, how can you love that person well? You can be nice, you can console them, you can support them. But what can you be doing before or after? And a lot of it is all that groundwork takes place in the headspace, in your heart. So what can you be doing to prepare your heart and to prepare your mind to have it top of mind on how to act and respond like Jesus? How would Jesus respond in this moment? It goes back to like that WWJD from the 90s. Did you ever have those bracelets? Oh, yes, I did. I All probably had lots of colors. <laughs> yes. It was cool to have a lot. Read, pray, talk, tell. Like you were saying, Farron, your example was phenomenal. It can work for every age group, whether it's your kid. There's a kid in the class, mm-hmm. and they're just that kid. Yeah. But those kids need love, too. And educators will be like, those are the kids who need love the most. So how can we show the love of Jesus, the best guy? How can we show? How can we model that? Yeah, so this another story that came up recently, my oldest talking about how like she doesn't enjoy lunch because there's no one appropriate to sit with. Mm-hmm. And she's been around a di- enough people in a bunch of different circumstances that she's like, I feel like the kids that cuss the most have the parents that also cuss the most. Funny how that works. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I've come so far. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> yes, so I do not, I do, I'm not eliciting shame from anyone. Um, but then the conversation started to go down this road of like her wanting to avoid people altogether, which I don't know where she gets that from. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but I told her, you know, there have been different studies out there that when Christian community members remove themselves from the community by taking their kids private, maybe not opening up church events as much and not being involved in other ways that like the community and society in that area, uh, crime rates increase, drop high school dropout rates, just all those statistics that are not Mm -hmm. positive 
you see an uptick in it. And so while we want to have healthy boundaries and, uh, you know, do the right thing and making good choices with our friend group and whatnot, I don't think the answer is running away from it. Yeah. And so sometimes it says Christ died for us in the scripture today that we almost have to die to ourselves in our comfort zone and speak up and say, why are you cussing so much? Yeah. I've noticed you didn't used to cuss, but now you're cussing. Or, hey, can you not cuss around me? It just makes me uncomfortable. And so that's where we can kindly have a response to sin. Again, we're not better than everybody else, and we have our own sin issues. But, but we're different. Yes. Dying to self, being different, being set apart, mm-hmm. and what that might look like. Yeah, we're called to be the light and be the salt. And so when we die to self, our comfort zones, if God's calling us to go sit and befriend them, that doesn't mean you're my bestie. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I hang out with you outside of school or outside of work or outside of whatever. But it does mean I can be an example. And if I am either non-confrontational or don't want to talk about it, I can certainly model it. Mm-hmm. And people will notice over time, wow, I haven't really seen them do that. I don't know. I guess they're not into it. I've never seen them do that. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so wrapping up episode 242 of The Roman Road, we just went over Romans 5.8. We are halfway through this mini-series and halfway through January. Yes, man, the month always after December, which is always January, <laughs> flies so fast. I think we're always recovering from the holidays. I yes, think. I feel like we're due for a slush storm. No, I feel it. Heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction. So you can just cozy on up, binge listen to all these episodes. There you go. Oh, I like it. <laughs> well, we will see you next week. Okay, bye.